There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The show the last couple days, we will start the show again uh, with a different tone than our usual tone, which is to cover Hollywood gossip and entertainment news. Uh, other days, we have made a turn during our show an awkward pivot to doing what we do usually, but we won't be doing that today. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Can it, you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Can okay, you? Good. Okay. And you can hear me. Yeah, no, I'm just having weird hearing problems. Um, I do just want to start by saying that, this is going to be uh, an awkward and difficult show in the sense that the uh, n- the news and the climate continues to change very quickly. We are trying to keep our eye on it and keep you informed. That is part of our responsibility. Um, we take it very seriously. We are going to do our best to do that. We have some uh, things planned throughout the show. Some people will be connecting with throughout the show, but we recognize that uh, things can change very quickly as we have seen happen in the past few days. Um, and so bear with us. Uh, we're going to do our best in this moment. Bradley. Absolutely. <laughs> good morning and hello. Good afternoon. Yeah. yeah. What I, I, it's hard to know even where to begin, but I know our listeners have, um, many of them have probably been listening to the station throughout the day and you've heard our different shows address the world as it is right now, and you've come to expect that that's what we do on My Talk 1071. Um, you know, most days we come to talk to you about the most frivolous things in the world, but there are, have been times, this is not new, that um, we need to pivot and talk about some of the more serious things that are affecting us. And, you know, sometimes that can be something as mundane, but also critically dangerous as the weather um, to you know, uh, for the last few months, the pandemic that we've all been finding ourselves a part of. (laughs) And then sadly, which now seems to be secondary to, it does seem secondary, right? But like, it's also super important that everybody keeps that in their mind too. I've been reminding myself throughout the last, you know, 48 hours, COVID, like just randomly reminding myself Uh because I got to wash my hands. I got to keep myself safe. I got to make sure I'm still doing those things. We all need to do those things. But you add to that the situation that we've had for the entire week this week, um, whether you live in the city of Minneapolis um, or, you know, you've just been a listener, you know that um, the whole the whole world has been reacting to a story that um, a tragedy that happened in Minneapolis this week. And so we've talked about that each and every day as well. Now, 
the last 24 hours has been increasingly, it would be increasingly odd, would it not? Mm-hmm. Or it has become increasingly uh, untenable for us to think we were going to show up on our show today and talk about Kim Kardashian. Right. Right. Because, Absolutely. Because of our own individual experience of the last 24 to 48 hours, but also just the um, magnitude of the issue at heart, which is, um, you know, the murder of a human being mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. Right. George exactly. Floyd. George Floyd, which uh, has set into motion a chain of events that has included. Um, you know, our city burning around us. Uh, and I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you because I do feel like, you know, we did a little bit of this yesterday and we'll talk about the, the, the issues throughout the show, as you've already said, and we'll have people who can help us, um, see, you know, through their eyes. But just from like the perspective that we kind of shared yesterday, like as a personal perspective, Mm -hmm. like what was your, uh, experience coming into the station this morning. Um, well, before before we say that, before I get to that, I I do just want to say something. I feel like this. I need to say something. Um, I feel like this is important for us to acknowledge uh, that there that at the heart of at the heart of this, at the very beginning, the seed of this is a very very painful systemic racist unrest racial um, tension. And I I think it's important in this space to acknowledge that um, we are all, we all come to this microphone with the, with privilege and recognizing that. Um, And that I I just want to name that before we go further, because uh, I, I didn't feel good about going forward without naming that recognition and that we will continue to, um, I believe, come recognize that in our conversation. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, it's also important to just remind and, you know, people join us throughout um, the show. We don't know when they're coming in and out. And um, that's something that, you know, we should just keep reminding ourselves mm-hmm. um, as well is that we're just sharing um, our own experience. And we realize that there's a critical, um, there's a critical gap <laughs> in yep. our experience yep. um, base versus what's actually happening to uh a large part of our community. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're totally aware of that yeah. and willing to own that. Yep. Um, so thank you for pointing that yeah, out. Yeah, I, I just didn't feel comfortable moving forward without saying that. So uh, as I drove in, um, so just to give people some geographical locations, uh, I live about a mile south and east of 38th in Chicago, which is where I believe still peaceful protests are taking place as we speak. Um, I live about a mile and a half, possibly due south of uh, Lake and Minnehaha, where the police precinct is. That is my police precinct for my neighborhood. And then when I drive into work, we drive into the Midway area. So three kind of very important pieces, places that were were affected have been affected, um, and. It, I, we, I think all sort of come through many of those in our day, in our day to day. And so on my way in, I did notice, uh, I had to be thoughtful about how I was going to kind of come around things, not knowing where things are still burning, where, um, where they are still trying to manage and control crowds, et cetera. 
Um, but when I got closer to the midway, you start to see things, the midway area of Minneapolis and St. Paul, you start to see things boarded up. Um, you see that there are businesses that have put the plywood up and then said things about their business almost as a way to say, don't, don't, you know, like community, um, you know, small business, nonprofit, things like that. Um, I've seen like different stations sort of set up very grassroots uh, that have water, um, milk, because that is something that is used to clear eyes when tear gas is used, uh, food. Um, it, it, it is surreal. It is surreal. Yeah, it, it was. It feels like you're watching a movie and then you drive into it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's been the second day where that you've we've certainly had a, a more surreal experience. <clears throat> and again, this is just our own like individual um, you know, moving through time and space in this moment. Um, acknowledging that there's so much more going on beyond it, but just from that um person moving through time and space experience, just walking out my door this morning to take my dog on a walk was surreal. I mean, everybody I think last night uh was up late everybody well and especially if you live you know we all this is a hard thing i think a lot of our listeners who don't live in the city you see things right through the only way that you're probably used to seeing things about the city and that would be your television Mm -hmm. social media and i have to tell you that um you know and i own that uh for myself i only see things through even though i'm literally six blocks from where um george floyd was killed and I'm, you know, another, what, half mile or something from the third precinct, even though I'm like in uh, the heart of or the middle of those sort of major events, I'm still seeing things through my own privilege mm-hmm. and my own resources. And so even in, in that, um, even in that place, I understand um, that it's not necessarily everyone else's experience. That said, I when I walked out this morning, the first thing I could smell was, of course, the burning wood, mm-hmm. and then you know the the hazy sky. And there is just uh, there was at that time this morning, probably about I don't know seven a.m. A singular helicopter that just has been sort of you know floating overhead. Presumably that was a a news helicopter of some kind, um, so that the people not in the city and anybody else could see uh, what things are like, sort of. Um, at that one particular focal point and mm-hmm. that is just a bizarre and it's been like that now for the last couple of days where there's right. just been this constant smell and a constant sound that um, makes you viscerally or you know on the surface very aware that something is not normal it was uh last night my husband and i were watching the news uh and we can cont- i i i was having that sensation of not knowing whether the sirens I was listening to were coming from the news Mm -hmm. or outside of my house. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was an interesting and surreal experience uh, to know how, how many of those you heard and also know that there weren't enough Mm -hmm. to get to, and they couldn't get to the places that they needed to get to in order to, um, extinguish the fires and try to keep people safe. I think everybody's having the experience of closing our eyes, putting our heads on our pillow at some point during the night and not quite knowing what world we'd wake up to in the morning. And I think as we go into the weekend, we're all living with the uncertainty of 
what's this weekend going to look like? Um, Because we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, Can I share some breaking news? Yes, please. And I'm just trying to double check, triple check. Holly, are you seeing or either of you seeing this? Um, And this is coming from like uh, news sources. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep, I'm seeing now. Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin uh, has been arrested in the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. That's according to Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington. And Mm -hmm. that allegedly has just been announced. So that is certainly a significant yeah. development mm-hmm. in the case of the murder of George Floyd. You know, uh, I'd like to uh, let's hang on to that. Let's do our let's do our research right now. Uh, and when we come back, we will address that a little bit further uh, with a little bit more knowledge of the situation. As you said, this is just breaking. Officer Derek Chauvin is in custody for the killing of George Floyd. Uh and we will be back with more information on that as it becomes available on My Talk 107.1. Well, the breaking news is that Derek Chauvin, the officer who knelt on the neck of George Floyd and ultimately killed him uh, at the intersection of 38th and Chicago, uh, has been arrested. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live. At mytalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Good morning, afternoon, and evening. I think that this is the, uh, this is the, I mean, clearly this is the thing that we have been calling for, that, that many uh, voices have been calling for. Um, and in this moment, it's, we are just very early in this information. So we're kind of trying to uh, take think- it all in and share it as it comes. But I do just want to say yesterday there was a press conference where they were attempting to explain why they were not able to. I'm going to reserve my thoughts on that useless press conference and say that in this moment, we are now facing a different reality. Bradley, what are you seeing? So um, I was just going to say, and yeah, I watched that press conference yesterday. And it became very clear, and this is just my own thoughts and opinions, but it became clear in that press conference yesterday with Mike Freeman and um, the the... It's the attorney. What's the? I don't remember her title, and uh-huh. I apologize. But that press conference, yeah, it became clear that they. It seemed to me that they had hoped that that press conference, when they scheduled it, would be announcing those charges. Yeah, and then for some reason, and watching an interview with um, our own attorney general Keith Ellison um, today, that uh, but for a result uh, for a test, they probably would have charged him yesterday mm-hmm. and they were excuse me waiting on that toxicology report again this is just my own like watching what was happening i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Happening um, and supposition um, that that would be coming then. The charges would be coming soon. Um, but again, none of us knew. Everybody... I was wondering why it took so long, because for the entire world, literally the entire world, um, it seemed 
that he should have already been in custody. Mm-hmm. And um, but to, but to your point, the story now, and I'm just looking at a story um, that just came across. There's very little details other than, according to the commissioner of. Uh, the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, John Harrington, on Friday. He'd been taken into custody in connection with the death of... um, I'm just looking through here. Um, That he'd been taken into custody. um, He's in custody, but we are still awaiting uh, any... There's no charging information. Yeah, We're awaiting any news on uh, what the charges will be. And we're going to keep an eye on... Uh, our five eyewitness news feed because I believe at some point I would imagine there will be another more informative press conference. Uh, and when we are able to have that information, we will bring that information to you. Um, but again, this is, uh, this is what has been expected. Mm-hmm. And it was disappointing yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so and about, I don't remember what time the press conference was. Was it like four or five? I'd yeah. say, yeah. Five. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to it uh, in my car and I was extremely frustrated. Uh, like I know so many people were because, as you said earlier, Bradley, they, it, there was no. Like what? What there was? What there's is, no use what to do it. You need to see that we didn't already all see. It was the uh, it was the equivalent of calm down. Which what happens when you tell people to calm down? Yeah, that's not good. They don't calm down. Um, it was it was useless. So uh, now we do have that information again. If you're just joining us, the uh, the breaking news is that Derek Chauvin is in custody. The uh, Minneapolis police officer who. Um, we all have seen the footage of uh, is responsible for the killing of um, George Floyd. And we are awaiting charges. So um, I, this is Bradley. Hmm. Colleen. This is uh, we are not trained to do this. If oh, I'm being perfectly sure. honest, oh. we are not. This is not what we do. <laughs> And so we will continue to try to bring you the news as it as it happens and and sort of sift through this as we are able. Here's here's what we are going to do cuz here's what we do do, sorry. Mm. Here's what we do do mm-hmm. and what I think we do do well, which is that um in times of crisis in the past, we have gotten very busy bringing folks to the show who can help give us the perspective that clearly we are lacking because we never will claim to be experts on any of the issues that are facing um, our world unless and uh, unless and until you want to talk about celebrities and tabloids right then Mm -hmm. we might flex our own um, skills and and credibility we shine there Um, in this case though we have no credibility Mm -mm. in, in the sense that we are not experts subject matter experts and nor would we ever pretend to be nor would we ever expect um, that you would hope our experience was somehow reflective of what's really going on right now therefore what we are good at i think and what we will do throughout the show today is open up the show um, for people to give you their perspectives and hopefully hopefully that helps you gain a broader understanding Mm -hmm. from just beyond the three of us boobs who show up and press a button on a mic Mm -hmm. like we're really good at showing up and turning on a mic that's about it Right, but, but we do know how to listen, and we do know how to um, invite people onto our show who can help us understand. And to that end, we're going to have at least, probably, 
four people for sure that we have scheduled on the show today that can help you understand the world as it's going on right now. And that goes to be, or uh, that includes, but it's not limited to people, um, you know, listeners to the show who are just bringing their perspective, um, people also in the media who are seeing and hearing things differently from different voices. And then, um, you know, maybe some individuals that are going to help reflect on um, some of the broader issues that our community is facing right now. I think I said this yesterday, and uh, I I don't want to come across as being preachy when I say this. I I this is really just sort of a um, a suggestion well, from a human to place. Do it, so you might as That's well just true. do it. But I'm not going to do the religious <laughs> preachy here. I'm just going to do the human to human preachy. First of all, you know, we talked a little bit earlier in the show, and I do think it's important to to remember this that we are three people who are coming at the world from a privileged white experience. The three of us live in South Minneapolis. Um, and so we are bringing our perspective and we recognize that it is our perspective uh, and that there is a perspective that we don't and can't have on this. However, what I wanted to say was right now, there's a lot of hot takes out there. Oh. So many hot takes. Everybody's got way too much time, probably because of the pandemic, to right. sit on social media and pontificate about what they think is really going on. And my my suggest my my uh, I'm going to say suggestion, but what I really mean is I implore people to, when you have a hot take, recognize your hot take, um, and then just examine your hot take. Step back from it and look at it and think about. All the possible angles to that hot take, mm-hmm. because oftentimes the, a hot take is just that, mm-hmm. um, and it and it might not be useful in the moment. It might not be true in the moment. It might not be helpful in the moment, um, and it might not actually be informed. Also, it gets in the way of the voice that you actually should be sharing, because each of us does have a voice that's critical and important and necessary. Uh, you know, I I would hate for people because I've fallen into this trap before to think like. Just because I maybe don't have a certain voice that my voice isn't um, doesn't need to be heard. Share if you reflect on those things before you share them, then you can finally put your effort and voice towards the things that you do think are necessary and important. Mm-hmm. And it's just that active reflection that I think we could all benefit from. I include myself in that. There are fifty thoughts I have in a moment. And I have to like sort through them and figure out, well, which is the one that I want to choose? Right. And, you know, I, I do just want to say this, that the that the three of us also um, are engaged and informed people. We pay very, very, very close attention to the news as it's happening. Um, but we also I'll speak for all of us, I think are capable of changing our perspective at any given time. Oh, sure. Meaning taking in the information and saying, talking about, you know, like Kim Kardashian. No, that I'm right now. Then I'll dig my heels right in. Also that one, a little lower. Actually, that's not even true because we have changed our (laughs) opinion. That's true. Kim Kardashian. Um, And so, you know, and I'm not saying that that's the right way to be, but I, I am saying that right now it is a time to listen more and this is ironic coming from a talk radio show to say this, but it is it is a time to listen mm. more than get out of your own way to talk. Exactly. And I, I mean, I know it sounds all ooey wooey, but but that is um, that is what I am asking of people is to uh, also find ways to get information and not think it is our turn to put the information out there. Also, one thing that helps me is to 
turn the things that I'm thinking about into something concrete. Like I don't like to spend too much time thinking things because thinking really, okay, awesome. But there are other people <laughs> who, who, who think and speak far better than I find the, for me, I have to remind myself to find the doing piece. So, okay, I'm feeling a certain way. What's the doing thing that I can do to, mm -hmm. to act on that? I don't always have to say the thing. I can sometimes just like say, oh, I feel that thing. Now let me do something to, to address that. Yeah, so. And I want to add on to Colleen's point about doing the reflective work. Sometimes it is just that it's reflective mm -hmm. yeah. in one's own experience. Yeah. Yeah, so it does not require you to reflect outwardly to the rest of the world. Not necessarily. Yeah. Not always. Not, not always. all. Um, somebody, well, I posted this on, of the rare things that I will post on Facebook, mm -hmm. I saw somebody who said this better than I, that like, um, you know, just because you have a hot take doesn't mean you need to share it, essentially, yeah. is what they were saying. Like, yeah. an option is always to not share your hot take. Like, you don't need to share all your thoughts as awesome and, you know, uh, appropriate as you th might think it would be. Yeah. Um, when we come back... That's my hot take. Thank you for that hot take, Bradley. It is kind of funny that we're having hot <laughs> takes on hot takes right now, aren't yeah, we? Well, yeah. Um, when we come back, uh, I, we were, I think we're working on having a reporter from 5 Eyewitness News join us. However, I will say, given the recent breaking news that Derek Chauvin is in custody, we are awaiting to hear charges. Um, I'm not entirely sure that there is a reporter available to chat with us. They're and probably that all very busy. Fine. We want them to continue to focus on, um, you know, how they are going to deliver the news. Um, we are paying attention, though, and we are hopeful that we will get some clarity to that. We're paying attention also to Five Eyewitness News. And if there are any live press conferences, as we expect at some point, we will be bringing that to you as well. Stick with us. Um Stick with us. We are going to try to continue to bring you the information that is necessary as the stories develop right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Custody, we do not know any charges yet. We continue to keep our eye on the news so that we can bring you that information when it when it comes to us. Yeah, I was just going to also um, tell you, you know, we mentioned a little bit in the last segment that we've got some guests who are going to be joining us. And I thought I could give you a rundown of a couple of mm -hmm. those just so you have an idea of what's to come, because uh, no doubt you've been watching the news. But if you're tuning into my talk, you know, you're going to get um, something other than the news. You're going to get some stories some people and, um, you know, our own experience. And we've given you a little bit of our own experience. But I will tell you that um, there's a wonderful guy by the name of Max, who I've known um as an acquaintance for years, and he is now a reporter at Minnesota Reformer, which is a news organization, relatively new. Mm -hmm. And he has been on the scene and working this story, well, I probably a lot longer than I was paying attention, but I paid very close attention to him over the last two days because he was sort of at the, one hesitates to use the term ground zero, but the location of the third precinct um, and providing detailed accounts of what was actually going on. And uh, you know, like many people, Colleen, I was glued to social media last night um, and the night before and obviously in the last few uh, days, um, specifically Twitter, because that's generally sort of like a, t you know, it's like the closest thing to a ticker tape or a, you know, um, police scanner right in this day and age where you're getting breaking news. Um, and he was providing a lot of video showing, um, you know, some interviews with people that were near the third precinct 
Um, and so he's going to join us later in the show at about 2.45, just towards the end of our show, to kind of give us what um, his perspective has been. Um, because, you know, as much as we live in this community, we're not, I mean, neither of us has been anywhere near, um, you know, the third precinct. True. Or, um, I mean, other than, you know, I live near 38th in Chicago, right. but I have not been to that intersection mm-hmm. since uh, the death of George Floyd. And I will say, uh, because I do think this is important to know, uh, and I'm hoping that we will get some uh, contact with somebody who has been at the peaceful protests that continue uh, at 38th and Chicago. Um, you may have see, see that the there is more being covered on the riots. Oh, yeah, for sure. And so you may not realize even mm-hmm. that there are still people gathered holding vigil at 38th and Chicago. There are monuments being put up yesterday. The Reverend Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson were both present uh, and spoke to crowds. Um, there is a absolutely stunningly beautiful mural being put up on the side of the building of George Floyd. Um, it is so beautiful and so remarkable how quickly that has been mobilized as a form of expression for the tragedy that took place in that time. In that space, I should say. Um, that is all going on as we speak at 38th and Chicago. Yeah. Can I can I tell you, too, because that that intersection is a very, like, historically, that's a very important and, and um, just meaningful intersection for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's especially tragic that that is the location. I mean, any tr- location would have been tragic, obviously, but... Um, that is not the first time people have died mm-hmm. um, at that intersection. And um, so it's just it, it, it's a place where there's already mourning happening. Um, I will say there's also, you know, there's a church right there on the corner. There's another church that's just down the block. Um, that's a particular intersection that has struggled over the years in terms of small businesses. Um, and. It's actually, as somebody who used to work just down, uh, you know, a few doors down from the Cup Foods, I have seen that block, you know, change over the years, but also, you know, um, remain an important part of the community, but also remain a place where tragedy has happened. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I uh, things, people, to your point, focus on the stuff that makes headline news. Mm-hmm. Or the stuff that CNN wants to cover, um, you know, from a helicopter. Um, but there are real stories and real people, like um, you know, whether it's the story of Cup Foods or the story of um, actually, you know, that that, um, and I don't remember the name of it, but the building that's attached to Cup Foods. That's where we, um, yeah, it's little an known art. fact. Mm-hmm. It's an arts space. We've actually been there um, for a work-related thing, um, but that's a fascinating place. There are there are so many, and then there are some small businesses that are not too far away. That's um, that's those are the stories that I wish people would spend some more hmm. time on. I and I and I wholeheartedly agree with you, and I'm hopeful that um, you know as we move, hopefully through through to the other side of this, that those will be areas where we can focus our attention and energy 
on um, the beautiful things that take place in that area and how much, as you said, Bradley, that neighborhood has, has worked hard to try to bring people together. And it is, it is tragic. Yeah. It's tragic that this happened at all, period. Yes. It's, it's the, the, the fact that it happened at that inter- intersection makes it even adds another layer of tragedy mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. I do just also want to add, I said this yesterday about Lake street, um, that Lake street where the, a lot of the looting and riots has happened, uh, in the past 48 hours. The thing I've always loved about Lake street if I had people come visit me from another state, I would take them, I would drive them down Lake Street because Lake Street, and I had a friend who put it this way, Lake Street is like Main Street in Minneapolis. You see, it is a cross section of the rich fabric that makes up this city. Uh, it is from one end to another end. You will see um, restaurants that are, um, mom and pop restaurants built from the ground up from people of all ethnicities with the most delicious, <laughs> amazing food. Um, you will see everything from auto shops that are run by a small family to your chain stores. You really do get a feel from one end of Lake Street to another what the city of Minneapolis is built on. I feel the same about Chicago Avenue, frankly. Uh, when you drive down Chicago Avenue, you also get, you know, a, a, an understanding of the city that you live in, that we are living in. Um, and so I just keep thinking about these spaces that well, that are at the heart of all of these news stories and 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 that people in far reaching areas don't necessarily even recognize the significant of the significance of the spaces. I will say, though, um, the one thing that uh, this moment has also highlighted, and this is uh, maybe some... Here's the thing. Chicago Avenue is looked on by a lot of people, mostly white, Mm -hmm. as um, a certain thing. And Mm -hmm. I have heard comments uh, from people, you know, for for years about Chicago Avenue, because we live six blocks from Chicago Avenue. Mm -hmm. And if people... If I say that to people, they will make comments, mm-hmm. which I always find interesting. And I, I know why they have those comments, mm-hmm. racism, mm-hmm. but also there is a, a very specific history um, in Minneapolis of um, racism within real estate. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that have that know a lot more about this particular issue. And there are a lot of resources, actually, if you're if you're if you're interested in it on redlining and and the history in Minneapolis. And so it is an opportunity this moment where you have something taking place in a very specific geographic location in the city of Minneapolis that allows us to have an understanding or to to educate ourselves on why things happen, yes, but also why they happen where they happen. So there's a very, Mm -hmm. I think, a very specific story that will continue to be told about the death of George uh, Floyd that will allow us to understand larger conversations and larger issues in our city, which clearly reflects why we are where we are today based on decades and decades of, you know, systemic problems. Absolutely. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will continue 
to cover uh, all that. Is, I, I don't even know how to encapsulate all that is going on in our city right now. Um, we are not covering Hollywood gossip and entertainment as we normally do. It does not feel right. Uh, we as citizens of this city um, will continue to bring you what we need to bring you as it develops. And uh, in the next hour, we will be talking to some members of the community with uh, other perspectives that are very valuable in this moment. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, this is not the typical Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hey. Uh, in a typical Colleen and Bradley show, we would be um, having the day after uh, gossip session about our conversation with Dina Lohan from yesterday. We're not doing that today. Uh, today is a heavy day in the city of Minneapolis and the city of St. Paul, two cities that are near and dear to all of our hearts. And um, we are all three of us residents of the city of Minneapolis. Uh, we work actually right on the border. There is lore that half of our building is on one side and half is on the other yeah. in Minneapolis and St. Paul. But uh, one of the things that we have talked a lot about, uh, and I think all of us feel passionately about, is about the businesses on Lake Street, many of which have now been destroyed and looted and burned. Um, And what is so difficult about that intersection of, well, not difficult, what is true about that intersection of Minnehaha Avenue and Lake Street is that that is a transit hub. The light rail yeah. drops off just a, you know, a block or two from there. It is a place where there are multiple grocery stores. Uh, there are multiple uh, resources for people who also live in an area where they're, they are in need of resources. And those resources have now been burned, stripped, and are broken. Uh, and the light rail is no longer running. So now there is, and the buses are no longer running. So there are, is not a way to get to places where they can get those resources and get those needs met. And as a result of that, I think, you know, when you are aware of that, it's important then to think to yourself, what can I do? And there are, we are, we are furiously working, uh, at getting some resources together to share with everybody on our website so that we can help people who desperately need our help right now. Bradley, do you want to talk about a couple of the things that... Yeah, I actually um, can give you an update. So we have... Um, there's a website I want you to check out called welovelakestreet.com. And I'll tell you a little bit about that website in a moment, but I think we're going to have somebody from uh, the um, organization oh, that is putting that website together on the show later um i'll figure that out for sure in the next break but in the meantime in between time if you go to welovelakestreet.com you can make a donation to help lake street small business community rebuild now what the really heartening thing about this experience is i've been following this website i think we put this up on our show links page yesterday holly did um and thank you holly the the funds um have like exploded so the the amount of support that uh, has come in over the last 24 hours is mm. just overwhelming. And in fact, when I checked last, which I feel like was yeah. just a couple hours ago, yeah. the amount raised was about $50,000. Yes. And currently, 
Um, as of noon, the amount was $128,389. They are literally overwhelmed by the amount of support that they've gotten for these small businesses along um, a stretch of Lake Street that frankly runs the, you know, the main uh, length of Lake Street in Minneapolis, all the way from uptown to um, near the river. So that's an, and I don't know exactly where the, the lake um, the Lake Street Council covers, but we'll mm-hmm. learn more as we go forward. But in the meantime, if you want to make a contribution now, you can just head to welovelakestreet.com. Again, they are going to help those small businesses rebuild their storefronts. And again, to your point, Colleen, this is so important because not only are those small business owners important, um, all small business owners in this moment have been important because of the the pandemic, right? They've all been hurting right. and have unique challenges and those business owners are very important, but even more important or equally as important are the people that use those businesses. And people like you and I can go, oh, we love Lake Street because they have some great restaurants and right. we can see some of the culture. But guess what? There are people who that's their home and that's where they get their, um, you know, groceries. Mm-hmm. That's where they get their hardware supplies. That's where that's, they get their medication. That's where they get their medication. And those people cannot do that today. Mm-hmm. Here's another wrinkle. All of the transit in our city is shut down mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, at least through the weekend, mm-hmm. which means if you are not a mobile person because you don't have a car Um, and you can't walk maybe, or you need assistance to get from point A to point B, you can no longer do that Mm -hmm. today. So you and I are like, we're like, oh, we're fine, right? Like I live six blocks from where George Floyd was murdered and uh, I live like a mile and something and you live a couple miles from where this is all going on at most. You and I have cars. Mm -hmm. We can drive to Coon Rapids if we Mm -hmm. need to, to get pharmacy we can make choices about how we are going to move around the area rather than go through the area um but for many who are in the area they may be stuck in the area yeah there are people think about it people who have already been put out who you know maybe have had to find different you know employment in this time now they can't get to their employment much less Mm -hmm. get um you know, if they have the funds that they need to get the things that they need, they don't have places to go to get those things. Can I just give you one more? I'm getting yes. I'm getting very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about all this. But there are there are things you can do. And our good friend Joy Estelle Summers tweeted this out that donations are being accepted at Midtown Farmers Market for non refrigerated food, perfect baby items and household products, and they are distributing them throughout the neighborhood until three today. Um and that's uh, 3451 Cedar Avenue. If you just, I'll retweet it, uh, or I did retweet it. Um, and we'll make sure that we put that on our show links page too. Perfect. Now, um, I do want to say before we uh, before we scoot for a second here that um, we had planned uh, an interview in our next segment. I just got an email from that person who notified me that there's a press conference, a news conference at one o'clock. Okay. To explain the details of the arrest of Derek Chauvin, this is big breaking news. We've been waiting to hear uh, whether or not charges will be filed uh, at this moment. And if so, what charges will be filed at this moment? Um, We are going to have the guests. We are going to we're going to instead take that press conference as it as it starts uh, and bring that to you for as long as we need to in order to get the information that we feel like we need. 
and then we will take our guests our guest at a different time. Um, but just know we're trying to keep things really fluid and bring you information that you need and deserve uh, as we pay attention to what is going on in this wonderful city, both of these wonderful cities um, that we all love so dearly. Uh, and we are wanting to be informed about in what ways justice will be served for the life of George Floyd. That is the information that we are looking forward to getting in a news conference starting at about one o'clock. So stay where you are. Stay with us. We are getting through this together. All of us uh, as best we we can. Uh, We will be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show right here on my talk. One Oh seven one.